54321. Welcome to the reiteration of the Homeboy Etiquette Podcast. It's your man. I don't know if you remember the voice right now. It's the 5280Q. You can find me at the 5280Q. P-T-H-E. I spell the shit properly. 5280Q. Next is my main man, Turtle. We're here recording at KMT Raw Studios in the motherfuckers. Shout out to Turtle for doing the engineering, doing the mixing, and also being a part of the episode of Homeboy Etiquette Podcast. Introduce yourself, Turtle. Hey, yo. Uh, well, I mean, he knows me as Turtle, but uh, I actually go by Kemet the Raw here online with uh, KMT Production Studios. You can find me at KMT Productions on Twitter. You can find me at the same place on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, yeah, like um, I'm, I'm glad to be here on the podcast, and uh, I'm going to move it over to our homeboy. Introduce yourself. How you doing, everyone? My name is Pedro. I'm one of the co-hosts. Uh, I'm coming at it back out of here from the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? It's good to be back in Aurora. And yeah, I'm just here to let this shit ride. Shit, I like how you just have to run. I'm coming from the East Coast. It was... <laughs> I forgot the other part of the goddamn thing, but around. So anyway, damn, new iteration of the Homeboy Etiquette podcast we originally started out. So for any fans out there, if you pick this back up again, y'all like to thank you for just waiting around for us. I'm sorry things got a little bit mixed up. Schedules got mixed and, you know, the old crew split up, but we still Homeboy Etiquette in this motherfucker. So don't worry, you'll still hear back from the 52, well, not the 50, of course I'm the 58 Q right here, but you're going to hear back from my nigga 36B Wells. He goes by the real Blake Williams. So if you ever find him on IG, send him some love, show him what's up. And don't forget, don't at me, Reggie. You can't find me, Reggie. Why are you even trying? Stop looking for me. He's still out there, too. So if you ever find that motherfucker, show proof. And I'll send you like a cup or something shit, like a mug said, I found Reggie. Like, where's Waldo? But just with Reggie's face. It both wear glasses, don't they? <laughs> where's Waldo in this bitch? On the back of a, find him on the back of a milk carton. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. Right, we ain't going that damn dark. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we just started. We're only like the 45 seconds in. We're already getting the death and destruction, nigga. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Got that East Coast in him. Just came over, bled into the mountains. Yeah, yeah, real shit. Something man. like that, something like that. I got the scars to prove it. My boy's on a 1,000 already, man. Let's go. <laughs> Anyway, we came in. We was like, yeah, we're going to start us off. Like, yeah, you got a shot of tequila. Shout out to Turtles. Turtle goes in. I think he's just going to bring back a little shot glass like everybody else does. This motherfucker brings red plastic cups like he's part of Kevin Hart's crew. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, this that's shit how I is drink out here. That's how I drink, man. 40% with tequila. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not anticipating everybody just taking giant gulps of this stuff. I mean, like, this is just for some sip action as we go, uh, get through the entire podcast. Make sure that everybody's uh, energy is, like, really nice and, like, you know, take the edge off, you know what I'm saying? Make sure everybody's a little relaxed, you know, roll your shoulders, you know, you know. Cool, calm, and collective. Pedro, you know how'd you saying? feel when you saw that big-ass cup of tequila? I was just like, yo, it's... This is about to be one hell of a fucking podcast. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we going in. I was just like, oh, it's going to be one of those kind of nights. Yeah. Like, word. I mean, we were probably going to be talking about some really deep stuff. So, like, I just want to make sure that everybody's actually getting a little bit honest with themselves. And, you know, what they say about alcohol, it always brings out the truth, anger, or... Well, there's one more that we'll, we'll talk about that later. I think somebody wants to say, like, it's the dark side. Like, everybody has a dark side, and then, you know, alcohol, doesn't, it reveals just that dark side of part of you. That layers. Dark. Layers, like onions. Yes. Like, just start peeling back the layers one by one by one. Yeah, legitimately. It lowers your inhibitions, and then all of a sudden, things you wouldn't normally say, you're now just, you're singing like a bird, man. Like, you're spilling your guts all of a sudden. You found, uh, I just got in a car accident, I lost my job, and I lost my wife, and somebody shot my dog, and, like, and it just all comes out. It all just comes Everything out. Everything comes out comes out. <laughs> no, it was weird. I thought the worst part of that was a dog got shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing you won't recover from, right? No, <laughs> Seen John Wick? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, like, we have an entire movie franchise off a guy losing his dog, bro. He killed the whole goddamn world. Like, <laughs> that's just crazy. I totally relate, man. That was one of the worst days of my life when, my, when uh, my, I had a black lab for about 10, 11 years. Wind up killing over in the backyard, dude. And we had to bury that nigga, like, 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 I wound up going out to a party later that night and just, like, had a few chicks there, and one of them was being, like, a total asshole, and then, like, I literally, like, cussed her the fuck out, because I, I snapped on her, like, I don't know, I don't even know if she deserved it. Like, like... like she probably deserved no, it. No, no, she definitely did, because other people will be, like, no, like, other people will be, like, looking at her all sideways and shit, and, like, 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 what the fuck is her problem? And I'm just, and then, so I had to say something, like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? It's not like you're the pretty one here, dude. Like, like, chill, like, like... <laughs> like talk about a shot to the gut. No, nah, no, nah, man. Like, see, yo, like, shout out to Kevin Samuels. I keep it a thousand with these hoes, bro. Like, for real. Damn, just straight savage with this shit. Rolling with the crew savages. Savage. Anyway, so shit, drinking this big ass fucking gulp of tequila. So I wanted, so we called the podcast Homeboy Etiquette when we first started it. Ooh, Turtle, what do you think of when you think of the words Homeboy Etiquette? 
Homeboy Etiquette. I think uh, the Homeboy Pod, that's much better than Homeboy Podcast because Etiquette is actually, um, it's basically like a set of rules for a state of being and carrying yourself in society. So... Uh, I think that a lot of things that have been lost in this uh, current generation, especially in terms of etiquette, is like a lot of guys don't have a code anymore. Like a lot, like you, you have like dirty Mac in, and you got like dudes who will literally tear down other dudes just to get some pussy and things like that. And like, I'm not about that shit. There's certain lines you just don't cross as a man. And I think that those things are being disintegrated in today's society due to overwhelming simping and like the Instagram culture, everybody trying to get a piece of something that ain't, re that ain't really even worth anything. Yeah, definitely. Like right now, I believe there's an epidemic called clout chasing. Oh my God! Clout you said chasing. It. Yep. And basically, you know what I'm saying? It falls under the rules of homeboy etiquette. Like, listen, if that's your homeboy, that's your homeboy. You shouldn't have to throw your own boy under the bus for social points. Dude, like, if you're that, that, I'm sorry, I don't know. If you're that type, like, bro, just like, don't even fuck with each other. Real Plain shit. and simple. Like, if you need, I'm saying, if you need to freaking step on someone to make your to elevate yourself and especially as someone you claim to be a friend like you're literally just the worst type of person really yeah really. i agree i agree eminem made a song called stepping stone where he's talking about he's like the rise and fall of like d12 and whatever happened and mm -hmm. after proof and he was like and like the hook is like i never meant to use you all as my stepping stone stepping stone eminem's cold for that he he brought his crew up with him at least yeah yeah he definitely did and like and i think that like um at least like that uh, that was him being honest and like kind of trying to atone uh, atone for it by making that song because especially when you're talking about the music industry there are a lot of people that you're going to be stepping over and one thing um one thing though is that like you have to have like like you said your crew you have to have a strong uh strong network as we were talking about before uh, of uh of like-minded individuals but everybody else's competition and you will be stepping on some heads man Shit, competition is a good thing though. If you got a good crew, like yeah. whose crew? What's that shit about Biggie? What did he say? Whose crew is biggest? Some shit. What the fuck? His crew versus yours crew. It's like sky. It's from the skies. And let me damn check. I forgot how that lyric goes. If Matt was here, he'd be able to quote that shit. But yeah. Fine. But anyway, uh, shit, Pedro. Well, I mean, like you said, like there's nothing wrong with competition because, like, I believe you know what I'm saying. Even amongst friends. He's in amongst. He's in amongst friends. I, I actually 100% agree with it because. Like me and Shannon, you know what I'm saying? When we, you know what I'm like saying? how you dropped the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's hey, my like, slave name, man. Hold on, time out. I mean, he said he's on some grown man shit, so. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, you can either call me Shannon or uh, my st uh, stage name is Kemet the Raw. Kemet like, the Raw. My yeah. fault. Well, if you hear us, call him Turtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's an old nickname that goes back a long time. Long story. Don't want to get into it. All right. <laughs> but anyways, like, you know, saying, like, we, yeah, that's, yeah, we're not going to get into that. But anyways, like how we were talking about. There's nothing wrong with you and your homeboys like pushing each other. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? You should always push each other because you guys always want to be the best. Right. You want to be the best version of yourselves at all times. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be stagnant. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want to be, you know, saying working the same job, wearing the same clothes, doing the same, you know what I'm saying, going to the same places all the time. You should mm -hmm. always strive you know saying strive to better yourself yeah and then also like in uh if i if i may i don't know if you were about to talk oh uh, yeah like uh, and also to add on to your point uh the friendly competition thing um that's how you actually know who your real friends are uh because like if they're not enabling you to be a piece of shit or some lazy guy you know what i mean it was just like like bro like you look like a scrub today like step it up and it's just like well wait you haven't you haven't gone to work in the last week what are you doing you know what I'm saying? Like, like hold, holding your friends accountable. Uh, like, because if we're going to be, um, I think, like, basically, like, as we become adults, like, I've become under the understanding that basically society is being held on our backs. And we don't need any, uh, any weak links in the chain. You know what I'm saying? So if I actually care about you, I'm going to tell you the truth, even if it's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, that's why I don't surround myself by a lot of people, because you just can't be honest with some people. You, you Those are fighting words. If you tell somebody a little bit too much honesty, you know what I mean? Oh, shit. I like honesty. If I feel hurt about something, obviously, I'm like, man, I'm sitting there. I'm thinking I'm ironclad in this arm. I got mm -hmm. I got that colossal skin from uh, X-Men <laughs> yeah. shit. I'm like, man, I'm good. I'm straight I'm titanium with this bitch. Exactly. So this comes up with a toothpick, like, man... Nigga, that's why your Timberlands got a scuff on them. Just poke me in and I'll feel all hurt. I'm like, oh, like, my ego. Oh, my God. Nigga, I got to see you in the parking lot. Or, you know, just like David and Goliath. You know, big, bad motherfucker. And here comes a scrawny little guy. He just, you're broke. Exactly. like, man, don't talk about my Tims. I'm sitting there at home with a rag. I'm like, Tims, I'm sorry. I scuffed you, baby. He was right. That's when you get the toothbrush and just, oh. I don't know if you can toothbrush some Tims, God damn it. Hey, that works. Trust me. I've done it before. 
Hey man, man I've, I've certified tooth, East Coast right tooth, now. I've used, used a, <laughs> I've used it back in the day. I've used a toothbrush on shoes and it works. I said promise. Tim's. Trust me, it works. Okay, I mean, I'm Chelsea believe. boots Tim's. Yeah, I mean, I got some. Oh, I'll show you Chelsea. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to actually test recall. it out because I got a pair of Tim's that are starting to get dirty. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it out. Like, uh, but um, I think getting uh, back onto what we were just saying, man. Like, um, I mean, like it's a whole. Yeah, like you said, because of the cloud chasing, I think like people's egos are getting inflated because they're reaching for things to make themselves feel bigger than what they really are, and that's why like you have so many people who look like money using Instagram to look like money and look like they're doing shit, but then like you find out that they're working a part time job at Wendy's and all and all this shit and like they're saving up their pennies to get a Gucci belt like like shit's, shit's crazy bro nigga what first off like I don't know what the point I mean okay shout out to Gucci so the person shout out to act, Gucci shout out to actual Gucci like Gucci the person himself is it a he or she usually or oh no you mean the, the company uh, Gucci yeah, it's a Gucci's a guy, right? I, right. Thought, I thought I thought you were talking about Gucci man. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, Gucci I was about man. to say. Brr. Okay, uh, I, mean, I, I can look it up real quick. While, uh, uh, but listen, I heard no, no, no. That. You know what? The one thing I b- about Gucci though is that I, I are you talking about Gucci Mane or Gucci Gucci? Like Gucci Gu- who made Gucci? Gu- yeah, like was, the okay, the actual green stripe that you see the rappers wearing. I didn't even know the damn logo was a green stripe. It's a green. It it's just... green. It's a green. It's a green stripe with red in the middle. Okay, I thought that was just like Jamaican flag, something like that. But anyways, I heard that they started off pretty regular, yeah. like they were just some regular ass people. And Gucci made a nice little catchy design, and it caught on, and everyone's wearing it. It's the same thing, like with uh, Chanel and Nicole. Like I read her story, mm-hmm. and shit. It's like they started off as regular people. Like she started off poor in an orphanage, had to go to a nunnery in France. Anybody hear this? Correct me on that if I'm wrong. I'm not on that part, cause I'm not right about that. And then you know. Sh- some shit became a paramour to a rich guy and he's like she didn't look like all the other fine girls so she's like man fuck I want to look nice and whatever the fuck I want to wear I like what the guys are wearing so she made some shit and then she started rocking it so all the pretty girls sitting there with the natural long hair and she came in with the short crop with a nice little riding strap and some chicks I did my damn history. Yeah, yeah, and I can tell, bro. Like, yeah, she was just, and the other girls, like, she got a lot of attention from it because at the time, it was taboo for women to kind of dress like guys. Right. And then when she started doing it, and then it caught on, and then boom. Okay. And then that's how we got Chanel Nicole today. I mean, from that point, there was a lot of shit in between, and then that's Chanel Nicole today. All right, yeah, the rest is history. Oh, I did find out, by the way. So, well, Gucci was uh, founded in 1921 uh, by, it looks like, Aldo, uh, under the direction of Aldo Gucci in Florence, Tuscany. Um, I do believe it is uh, owned by a man right now. If I actually go back, there's a CEO that's listed. Is he part of the Gucci family? Is he the descendant? Well, his name is Marco Bizzari. Oh, okay. Wow. So Gucci's just a stage name. You, yeah, no, no, Gucci. no. It's, it's like Lamborghini and Ferrari. There was Enzo Ferrari, and then who was, uh, I forgot the, the name. Name of fucking the first name of Lamborghini, like, uh, and it's just shit, a brand. These guys had a vision, they built it, and then it just carried on uh, long after them. Okay, and then that's what it is. But like you flexing, like I got Gucci. Like bitch, do you even know what Gucci started at? Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. It's just like, like basically, it's just a, it's a symbol. It's a symbol of like somehow you've made it. Like, you know, high status, high status, high, high status. But you got to dig back in through the histories, and then you find it's just like some humble working person that just had a love and a passion for what they did. Real they shit. didn't do this shit and projected this shit about a hundred years into the future. It was like, yo, man, some rappers gonna be rocking my <laughs> shit. Some rappers gonna name himself after me. Um, it's nineteen twenty. One. I don't even know what rap is. Right. It yeah, just so like, happened to be that way. Yeah, it's right. happened to be. In 80 years, we're going to be a worldwide phenomenon where black people will spend all of their money even though they're broke. Like, <laughs> like I mean, it's, it's not, it's everybody. Jeez. Oh, no, everybody. It's, it's black people. We see it because we just look, see. Some reason, it's like you see a white person with Gucci. I think I just, I just, it's blind. It's not blind. It's like an It's just blind. like, oh, yeah. I mean, he should have that. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, like I'm, I'm Stereotypical. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But shit. But yeah, so cloud chasing. This one other question we brought up cloud chasing. A thought passed my mind, like when, um, like when six nine was hot. Right. So we got to bring back six nine. I, was, oh, I had a question about the guy, like, uh, like you had a whole crew behind you. I had a question for his whole fucking crew, like, yo, mm-hmm. who let I mean, this rainbow haired kid in? Nah, I mean, even if y'all let him in, y'all should have like, I mean, y'all didn't have like a a unit or some shit like that. It, it was just like it was that fickle, like those. Thin lines of brotherhood was just that easy to fucking break. Like, it's 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 because like I don't, I mean I'm I may get some flack for this, but I I honestly think that like six nine was an informant the whole time, bro. Nah, because yeah. like, because they they had so many, they had such a history, and there was no way to infiltrate 
uh, to get like infiltrate um, the the gang that he was a part of, the Bloods, and like they locked away so many like old head gangsters that were associated with him because of what Six Nine did. People don't even know a lot. Well, a lot of people don't know that Six Nine was actually he was a law major before he ever started rap. Daniel Hernandez was a fucking law major. Yeah, Daniel Nick, Hernandez. Uh, I'm gave out this nigga government, but fuck that nigga was a law major. He was a law major, dude. I mean, I can explain why he's. Hey, that explains a lot because he's not a fucking idiot. No, no, dude. Like, and, and that's he's a lot smarter than you think he is. Uh, Real shit. shit. Never underestimate your opponent. I'm, I'd rather overrate my opponent than underestimate him. I mean, you got to think about it. When this guy came home uh, for COVID, supposedly, and somebody found out where he was staying, within like twi- uh, put it on Twitter, like immediately, like SWAT teams, like we ha- we're talking about like 15 cop cars showed up at the dude's house to relocate him because they knew that like the whole uh, like witness protection shit. So, but, like, bro, like some Donnie Brass. Shit. Think think about like I mean think about how many people that you've ever even heard about that from like some people they'll be an informant to the FBI and then they have to go into witness protection and all the type of shit you never hear from them again mm. and like and and this guy he literally is a public face and he like and he get, literally gets the police straight up to his house within five minutes with a whole squad of cars like 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 12 15 cars to like try to try to escort him to his next spot that he can hide out at. Like, that, that's crazy, Not dude. to mention his highly trained bodyguards that are with him 24-7. Real shit, he better have them. <laughs> After what the fuck he did? Bro. Yeah, but anyways, it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's basically just an epidemic. It's just like, you know, you don't need... It's just like, you don't need to be on the internet advertising your crimes. It's just... it's. I, I, I'm sorry, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to step on anyone that's actually living that street life because I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like... It's common sense enough to know that whatever you're, you know, saying whatever illegal activity that you're doing, mm-hmm. advertising it all over the internet just for some points is like why don't do it? You know, say we, you know, say we grew up in a '90s culture where. That was an absolute complete no-no. It was forbidden. Real shit. I mean, like, because real gangsters don't actually advertise their shit. They're the ones who actually delegate tasks to stupid niggas who actually like to flash guns and flash their drugs and say, I'm doing things. Exactly. And that's why you never hear about these dudes until all of a sudden, 50 years later, they write a tell-all book talking about, like, yeah, here's how I ran the underground. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not in that no more, but you can't prove shit. Like, like, <laughs> like the statute of limitations are up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Same thing, like, like who, who's the example? I think the biggest example would be uh, Rick Ross and Freeway Rick Ross. Dude, nobody Rick knew. Ross, I'm sorry. No, nobody no, 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 knew, no, you know what I'm saying? Nobody knew who the real Rick Ross was until years down the road after Rick Ross basically came up and made a and made a whole career based off of him. Mm-hmm. Right, I heard of Freeway Ricky Ross before. I heard of Rick Ross Freeway. before because... I, I mean, at that point, I was, like, researching a lot of shit. Uh, I used to love Italian, like, the old Italian mob Mobsters, culture. Yeah. Like, I watched this shit. I mean, from a kid, like, from the 90s, watched the movies, watched The Godfather. Scarface wasn't really my favorite movie like Sopranos that. was dope. I fucking love The Godfather. Sopranos and shit. It was, like, a bunch of other movies like that. And it Scarface. just... You just Research. I mean, mm. just we had Wikipedia. Wikipedia just came out. I was like, I can look up anybody. Yeah. So I started just. Oh, it was um. How did I get? I, I got on that path due to uh, Bumpy Johnson when it came out with uh, American Gangster. It was uh, Bumpy Johnson and his protege was Frank Lucas because I ended up reading Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas. Book. I remember. I remember that name. Go ahead. Go ahead. And the thing that got Frank Lucas caught up at that point, you know, he had a, his unit was straight, but just I think it was like one of his nephews that fucked up and got him caught up. Mm. It's like damn. Yeah, dude. Like, and and um, you know, just to bring it ba- uh, bring it back to the the whole thing with uh, six nine, and like that's that's the reason why like I I honest to God think that he's like an informant, dude, because there are so many untouchables that he was able to get a connection to, like these exact type of people that we're talking about, real gangsters. You know what I mean? That had laundry lists of things that uh, that they've done in terms of crime, and no police officer could actually indict them. You know what I mean? And so when you have people like that. You have to like the reason why they were stupid is because they uh, six nine is an expert at uh, hype. He's an expert at hype. He's an expert at being messy and uh, generating publicity, whether it be positive or negative. Talking all this type of shit about all the shit that he's doing. There's got to be a lot of comfort in the security that is backing you up to go like that. He's he's a marketing. Ex- listen, he's a marketing genius. He he really is. He really He's is. a marketing genius because he listened. He literally came out of nowhere with no no publicity. You know what I'm saying? Like his his record label. No one's even really heard of his record label like that. But they got a lot of money. You know what helped him out? Uh-huh. He had all of Mexico behind him. 
Yes. Like, like he had he had all of Mexico behind him, and then I don't think people understand just how many Hispanics like have been migrating to this country in the past like 10, 15 years. What? Well, especially it's, like in the forever. East. It's been forever. But well, and, 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 the, and then also, especially well, in the East Coast area. Oh really? Where it's, oh, very, yeah, it's yeah. a very you know saying where it's a whole melting pot of people. Real shit, but like technically, like the entire left side of the United States was Mexico. So like, I mean, so. Oh yeah, we we won that war and then we felt bad for it and then we gave them like a. We gave them a little sliver that they call Mexico now. No, yeah. no, we gave them, we we took like we took Texas, we took anything with Texas, Texas to California, California so that Arizona, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, like all that, and then. They felt they. I don't know what the hell happened, but in the history books, it was like, yeah, dog. Um, we kind of feel bad about that, but we're not giving it back to you. But here's a hundred million dollars. Spend that amongst yourselves. Yeah. Man. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like racist or nothing, but it's just like, I like how we. Dude, got, you're you're. No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. But hold on, no, I'm keep, no, 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 I'm, no, 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 no. I'm keeping it. A, I'm keeping it a stack. How does a rainbow-haired kid from Mexico? Infiltrate up all black gang based out of New York. Wait, wait, but he was from New York, but he was Mexican. He's from nothing about. He was representing Mexico because he actually had Hispanic songs that are exactly, completely Hispanic. I mean, exactly, think but think about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't mean to interrupt. But think about. I'm saying. I'm thinking about the the gang that he he joined a part of was just all black. The Bloods, yeah. The you know what I'm saying the Bloods was literally. If you look, if you look at his videos, it was all black, and he's literally the only five foot like something. Sure, Hispanic kid. They fell for the money trick, dude. Because like because he was oh, popping. He was wait. popping so highly in the game. Like like they were just like we would be stupid not to work with this guy. They because came, go ahead, go my ahead. bad. So they came after he started like getting popping with the song. No, it, it's a little it, that that's just weird because like so, some of the first things when he actually started getting really big is like like he came on the um the podcast the Charlemagne podcast right and then oh, no no he was on a was he on a no he was on the Breakfast Club breakfast, breakfast Club that's what I'm club. saying like I just call it Charlemagne podcast but Breakfast Club oh damn but, that's a, damn. but the thing is they back another thing is he they. He, he was already recording that gangster type of music, but the problem is like, he, blood, needed, blood, blood. he needed hold on he, no, he needed he needed I got that effing on my body. <laughs> he needed, but the thing is he needed he needed them to kind of boost his image. Yeah, yeah. So I without mean, them, he he would have he would have technically he would have never had a career without them. I mean, they definitely helped, but like he was on the rise, dude. And then so I've done a lot of research into marketing because like I've done internet marketing for like my own music. And one thing I under like one thing that you need to understand is like how fast he he blew up has to do with we're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, put into marketing. Like like so like I don't know like he wasn't that big to have that type of income to be able to promote himself at the time. So like he was like like um do you know if he was ever signed to any labels? I don't know he, if was, he was he was signed to a label. I I don't know the name of the label, but they got a lot of the thing is they're not a big label. The thing is they have a lot of money. That's and that's exactly what it takes, dude, because like dude, they just like, you got can a take, lot of money. Dude, like let's if you were to release a music video today and you put $10,000 into it, guaranteed you'd have over 3 million views. That's how powerful Facebook is. Well, allegedly, wait, wait, wait. hold on, allegedly that first, you know, saying that first music video that he shot in Brooklyn, New York, mm -hmm. it was allegedly actually a couple years old before it actually caught on. So yeah, that that means that that's when he got the money. Yeah, you know what I mean, because nobody knew about it. But go ahead, you're about to say so. Right. So did the gang? So when did those motherfuckers meet? Like when? So was it just like they just walked up to each other? Like, hey, Treyway, I'm Danny. How you doing? Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, here's some money. I'm part of your gang now, and we're gonna be best buds for now until uh, yeah, you guys fuck up. And yeah, I'm that's it, it, to be honest with you. That's what as it far as like. I, I as far as as far as to my knowledge. That's actually basically how you just broke it down. Like that's basically how it's. Yeah, dude. Because like I think that once he was popping. Um, yeah, like once he first starts to get the faint, uh, the faint hints of uh, fame and all that stuff because he's doing shows and then he already needs security and all that type of shit just to be doing shows and big venues and things like that. I think that he probably just has some like connections to some people um, that were in that life. When you're in the music industry, you find a lot of people like that. A lot, there's a lot of gang activity associated with rap. You know what I mean? I mean and so, so like music I, in general. So yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, music in general. yeah, music in general. And um, and really, like I think what it is is that he got he got uh just one friend. He 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 made one friend. I think that's all that's all it really takes in someone for uh, to vouch for you. You know what I mean? And then, and then he's bringing money to their operation because he's representing their set, and then that also gives them publicity. So they're looking at this as like a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They just didn't know what was about to fucking happen to them. They just didn't know that <laughs> they, they, were, they didn't know that they were just being they were being secretly watching recorded the whole time. Mm. They're also complicit in their own downfall in itself. But what I'm talking about is like Real shit. so 
from that whole incident situation, like you gotta look at this guy and like from that whole situation was any like was not one of them people that ever got all those large numbers of years. Was not one of them niggas ever your friend. When you sitting there, you in a hotel, you do you does he not have his memories? He's just sitting there in his big ass mansion with whatever cars he got, whatever the fuck he's doing, you're sitting there and at least at those moments in the dark quiet of the night when you got like a glass bottle, I don't know, maybe he got a bottle or a cup or some shit. And he's just hammering that shit. And he's just thinking about like, yeah, this one motherfucking this other. And he's going through the memories of what was at sometimes like a legitimate friendship. It seemed right. like, and it's like, yeah, at this point, it's like you go back in time. It's like those are my boys, those are my niggas. We riding through this motherfucker. We having a good time. We wilding now. And it's like it felt like a genuine friendship, brotherhood. And then when you just when everything went down, when. It's like it just, everything got destroyed. I mean, does, that has to have an effect on him like a mug. Well, I mean, like, I'm sure he had a few sleepless nights. But um, the reason why I don't think that he... I think it was a fake friendship from the beginning, dude. And here's why. Because as soon as he came back out releasing music and shit after the entire world knew what he did uh, as a snitch and locked up these people, he went straight back to his same bullshit talking about all the gangster shit that he fucking does as though he never even left. So... That nigga is a fucking... That nigga is two-faced as a motherfucker, bro. And he made his money, and he did his fucking job for the U.S. government. <laughs> Kudos to this guy, but I still I still think that on a character level, he's a piece of shit, bro. I'm sorry. As a character, yeah. Just, but, does, I mean, in that case... Does he am, have, I, am I wrong? Does he have no. a friendship like uh, how Frank Lucas has a friendship with... Uh, no offense, uh, is, I read the book saw the movie read the book like mm. the cop that caught Frank Lucas he caught him and then Frank Lucas got out and then he caught him again on doing some shit and then like he said like in the movie or in the book it was like they had a they still had a kind of a relationship with each other it's like the same way from the Catch Me If You Can movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks in it to where DiCaprio was a criminal Tom Hanks finally caught him and those two ended up having a friendship through the years they had a like bond that. yeah it's like it, it could be something like that, but here's the thing: the fact that they were locked up for so long for so many things that they've been evading for so goddamn long. You think that you're gonna see him in the fucking in the prison visiting this nigga, well, like pulling up the fucking line to line phone, talking about like, "Hey, bro, I mean, you're my homie, but I had to do it to you." You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't, I don't see that, bro. I don't see that shit happening. That shit never happened. Jesus Christ, to me, I'm like, nigga, what do you mean you had to do it to me? What? Yeah, like, it's just like, bro, I'm in here for the rest of my fucking life. I had a family. Like, if anything, you would do my me a favor. My boys had families. You would do me a favor if you was really, like, like you would do me a favor coming here, sneak something in, and then take me out the goddamn game because the rest of my life behind goddamn bars, I'd rather just dog throw me through the ocean. Just vanish to completely scorn forever. Nigga, let me have my Killmonger scene from the end of Black Panther, man. Shit. <laughs> it's a nice sunset. <laughs> Face that, <laughs> like no, it's a real shit. Yeah, yeah, Fuck it, let me go out with a blaze of go a blaze of glory. You know Dude, what I'm saying? And that's the fucking thing too is that like I don't think like okay, so like full disclosure, like I have like family members, close close family members that have been in some in some shit like this, like some gang type shit, you know. Um, and uh, one one thing that you have to understand is that there's a point of no return when it comes to this type of lifestyle. So these dudes are like racking up numbers in term in terms of crimes that they're committing, and this becomes a lifestyle. And they have to look over the shore for the rest of their lives, not just for not just for people like Takashi, but for people in their own fucking turf. You know what I'm saying? Like people who are trying to make a move and a uh, a vertical move by taking you out, and then all of a sudden now they're running shit. You know what I'm saying? And like so like so these people. Yes, they did a lot of bad things, but at the same time, why did they start doing it? They were broke, they were helpless, maybe not educated, no support system, and then some OG comes over to him and says, Hey, young blood, I can, I can throw you some money. Like, you just got to do this for me. And then you start doing drug runs, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, all of a sudden, like, five years pass, and all of a sudden you got a couple bodies on your hands. It's crazy. Like, like, in, like so, like, I... I'm not going to excuse what they did, but like at the same time, that's why people were still upset is because these dudes, as bad as they were, they still had like support systems, families, and that 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 blood money was actually supporting a lot of people that behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, like, so that's the, that's one of the main reasons that uh, people were upset about yeah. the whole situation. No, no. You know what? And you're absolutely right, because remember, you know, even last weekend uh -huh. when, you know what I'm saying, when we was doing our thing. I got approached by an individual, you know, so I'm not going to say names, but I got approached by an individual that I just so happened to knew that I completely forgot about. 
And it's just like I just we just all happen to recognize each other. Like, hey, wait a minute, you're so and so from so and so. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, I know you. And it's just like, wow, like that's you know what that shit follows you, bro. It follows me. And I was actually completely caught off guard that I was actually ran into him. It's that could have like, been a fucking situation. Bro. It could have been not. It, that situation could have went completely down south. And we just so happen to recognize each other. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he, I know what he did. He knows what I did. And it's just kind of like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you a know long, what? It's like, hey, that was it was a long not, time ago. It was like, it was a long time ago. Whatever happened, happened. Like, yo, bro, hey, we'll just, I'll see you later. Let's just part ways. And you, things like that, you know what I'm saying? Things like that will follow you. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, that was back when I was in high school back in the day. I was like, what, 15, 16? Here I am, grown man. Yeah, yeah. And it's things that this always. Past the statute of limitations. Past the statute of limitations, <laughs> but I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Still reliving stuff like that. And it's just, you know what I mean? I yeah, know the feeling. I know the feeling. I was at the. You no, know, same joint. Some cats show up in there, and they say something about something. It was like, I was like, holy shit, that's still around. I was like, hold on, that pro. I mean, it was, it was like, it was like that. What was the word? Promulgated, propagated. That's a fucking word. Uh, for propagated it. for what? Like it, like it, it came from a source, and then it was like I was there to see the source. I was there just. I was not too close. I was just there to so walk by, like oh shit, all right, whatever. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it just drops down. It drops down. It comes back years later. I'm like, Ooh. I'm like that shit's a. It's like. Jesus Christ! I didn't expect yeah, that. Yeah, like, okay, you know what they say: like, what goes around comes around. I'm like, God, yeah, yeah. life is cyclical, dude. Like, life is not linear, dude. That goes in fucking cycles, dude. I like, like, just want to grab a motherfucker, like, yo, dog. It doesn't have to be that way, right? I feel like Chris Tucker in the kitchen with cockroaches, like, hey, dog, break it up, break it up, <laughs> yeah, break it up, break it up. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm break like, it up, yo. Man. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm like, Jesus. And like, yo, it's um, it's like we, oh man. I don't know, but like the homeboyness is, it was like, I look at them now, I was like, man, and shit, if I ever wanted to be, if I ever became something, I'm like, yo, dog, I'm grabbing your ass, get the fuck out of here, you ain't about to go down this road, I know your situation, I know your past history, if I had the funds for it like that, just yank a motherfucker up, I'm like, no, look, I know you think you're going to be, be like this for life and everything, do your background and your history, but I'm going to need you to go somewhere else. That energy is better off served in a different position. Real now, sure. what you learn from here is That's a skill a topic. that is transferable to another one. Now, I don't want you to go back to your same situation. I don't want you to go back. And I think I want you to go over. I, I want you to apply your situation, your skills to another situation that will serve it damn better for you. And as you get older and then you could be an old man on a porch with your grandchildren just sitting there rocking back and forth like old tell about your war stories and shit and be like yeah and then they thought grandpa was just soft old man and shit but they realized like grandpa came from a hard time ran through the gutter and I'm glad you brought that up because I feel that that I I feel like me and Mr. KMT the Raw here experienced that Oh, last absolutely. weekend, and I definitely, you know what? I definitely appreciate you for that. No, no, real shit, bro. And like, uh, like that—that that was such a great segue, dude. Because like, um, like, like the the bless you, thank you. Oh yeah, bless you. <laughs> you <laughs> like, don't, keep telling the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Uh, damn, that looked like a pretty no, no. I, I, bro. I, 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 was I, was I was about to back up. Like, I thought I was about to get blown through this window. Like, <laughs> I was trying to avoid this interruption of the segment of the story. No, 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 no. That's right. fine. So, it's it's, it's cool like, because we're getting we're getting pretty it's getting pretty heavy right now. Um, I know but, you gave us this big ass glass of tequila. It shit is working, ain't it? Yeah. Oh shit! I can feel it now. Like, I still got like push it back to like um, yeah yes I'm, like, I'm topic of homeboy etiquette just and I'm so glad that you segued into that dude because uh, those skills I mean t- now that we're off at Takashi um, even if you come from uh, even though you come from a certain background you may have you know some bad things that you've done in your past let's just say as an example you may you, to you. You, you 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 may have been a drug dealer whatever. That actually is entrepreneurial skills. You can actually sell a product to somebody on the street, even with threat of danger. Pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals, or you could just, or you could be selling any type of product, like 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 vacuum cleaners. Oh, I mean, I, I did that for I did that for a while, and it's the worst shit ever. Like, I would not recommend it. Oh, oh, like, tell us that story real quick. What was? Oh, well, let, I, let me tell you something. I remember a couple. Listen, a couple years ago, uh, I was broke. Mm-hmm. Am I so rent- vacuum cleaners? No, not so no fucking vacuum. Kirby vacuums, man. No, no, no. no. So anyway, listen. Out. No, 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 no. Because no. now that we're talking about selling stuff, I was broke a couple years. Don't incriminate ago. yourself. No, I'm not. I'm not stupid. But vacuum Any- cleaners. Anyway, speaking of etiquette, stop interrupting me. Anyways, <laughs> so I, okay, so I was broke and I needed Bro, to pay. Boy. You know, what I'm saying I needed to pay my rent, and I'm like, dog, what am I gonna do? I had a stack of J's. 
that oh. probably went up from like your toe all the way up to your head. I literally had a whole different. I had a literally had a whole stack of J's. Wait, toe to your head. What if you were like four foot six? Okay, I'm about from toe all the way up to about like my waist. Okay. So, anyways, speaking of selling stuff, you know what I'm saying? I needed to pay my rent. I literally took a stack of a stack of J's, went to the barber shop, literally walked in within minutes, got my rent paid. Hey, there you go, man. I did the pro the product basically sold itself. I was like, yo, J's, blah blah blah. Bam. Instantly made like almost a whole stack within minutes. Dude, and like in and, and uh and also to get to the point that I think that you were trying to get to, um like I, I think uh people need to be allowed to change. You know what I mean? Um like just because you may have a bad past, I think that uh with the cancel culture that we have in today's society, it's really difficult to be a human, especially a human male, and especially a human colored male. You know what I'm saying? Like uh in like in like and make mistakes as a youngin and then transform yourself into the into the upstanding citizen that you're supposed to be. But every step along the way, you have female society, the the court system, laws, all types of shit that are literally put in place to be like just make it just a little bit harder while you already got shit on your back. All right, when it comes down to cancer culture, I think cancer culture is just all online. Go fuck yourself. Like, fuck you. You're like, I'm a cancer, you 5280Q. All right, bitch, I'll delete every last one of my social things. I'm good. Bro, okay, this whole cancer Bro, I keep it a thousand even on my fucking gaming page, dude. Like, you can't cancel me. I've talked to, I've talked about fucking, like, I make jokes about child molestation on my oh, gaming God page. Like, like, no, no, I'm, no, I'm just saying. jokes? No, it's, it's literally just jokes, dude. Like, like, whatever. Catholic priest? Catholic priest. Thank you. Yes. And like it's shit like that. Like like you can't fucking cancel me because I don't care what your opinion is. Like like I don't like and I it's not like I'm over here doing all this like heinous bullshit. Go ahead and try to cancel somebody who doesn't give a fuck. That's exactly why Kevin Samuels is not being canceled. He's he's almost at a million followers right now on YouTube. Yeah. Trust and believe that I, the right. truth will come through, dude. I definitely listen, when it comes to this whole cancel culture. I think it's all bullshit. Because, wait, wait. Or no, 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 no. Because this whole cancel culture, it's literally, it's this fucking hive-like, robotic-like mindset. Hive mind. Hi, yes. It's no, it's literally a hive mind, like robotic mindset, where it's like everybody follow, has to comply, be. Follow, where everybody comply. has to be exactly the same. Oh, we dress the same, think the same, look the same, same this, blah, blah, blah. I blah. thought this and was America. I, it, it, this whole cancel culture almost leaves absolutely no room for individuality at all. It's like you can't be your own person. You can't think for yourself. You can't look for yourself. You can't make mistakes. You can't make mistakes. It's not, no, no. And that's what I'm saying. And then people wonder why. And the thing is, like, if you notice why there's so much, you know, saying why social anxiety interactions that is an all-time high. It because it's like, oh shit, if I do anything that's out of the ordinary, oh, I don't want to get camped. You know what I'm saying? People are afraid. Of, people are literally scared to be themselves nowadays. And, and, I'm, and, and I'm sorry, but I'm absolutely, it's a tragedy. I'm absolutely sick and damn tired of it because, it's, you know what I'm saying, the same rules apply for women and the same rules apply for men. Where it's like, there's like this, I, I don't even know what to call it, mm. but apparently there's some kind of code of conduct, these unwritten Unwritten, of, rules, unwritten yeah. rules of conduct and etiquette that you're supposed to look like this, walk like this, talk like this, sound like this, be this, blah blah blah, and everyone has to be on the same. That's no, that's we're not, not communist, dude. Like even on a scientific level, that's unreasonable. It's like, unnatural like, you know I mean? and it's unhealthy. We like like okay, we're all in a in a spectrum of different colors, skin wise. We come from a spectrum of different. Uh, uh, how are we not the same color? Oh, okay, never mind. No, no, we all have like slightly yeah, different colors. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, never look mind. at that. No, and, see, look at that. Look, look, look. We're, we're slightly, listen, we're slightly different shades. But we, different, different backgrounds. Different look, backgrounds, different look, parents. But look, where, but look where we're at. You know, does it bother? Is that bothering? Is anyone uncomfortable here? No. And like we can come, we can come together to agree on points of view. But the point is, is that we actually come from three separate places, three different mindsets, and can agree. Now, when agreement, like when we can agree and things things can get done, that's great. That's fantastic. But at the same time, you're diminishing people's natural creativity and individuality, as Pedro just said, for this horseshit, like like uh, what's the word? Status quo. 
a status quo that shouldn't even really exist. Like, like no, because no, 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 no. He's absolutely right. Because think about it. If everybody, if there was a status quo, if everybody's different, no, no, there's every, no, 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 no. If everybody was the same, guess what? You wouldn't have Conor McGregor's. You wouldn't have LeBron James. Elon Musk. You wouldn't have Kobe Bryant. You wouldn't have you know what I'm saying because those are all people who excelled in their careers who. Did something different. Did something different. Challenged status quo. Went against the grain. Decided, oh, well, I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna be like everyone else. I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be the same. I'm gonna be my own person. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do. And they took it and ran with it because. And did they believe in the oh well equality and black? Did they believe in the all this oh we're all the same and everyone's equal? Fuck no. I, I believe in the. Fuck no, goddamn his monster. Yeah, go right, fuck go no, they did. Okay, we're go gonna ahead. take we're go gonna ahead. take LeBron James removed from category because LeBron James has proved it all based upon skill, talent, and skill. Talent McGregor follow Ali's blueprint. He, the, he, the blueprint he was already late he McGregor. Did. So shout out to Conor McGregor because I watched uh, I watched the McGregor. Like he started off as just a guy in fucking Ireland fighting his girl. Backed him up. Shout out to McGregor but, for being a but real. But you know, one. but you, but you know who he is. Hold on. But you know who he is. Yeah, we know who he is. But hold on. Shout out to McGregor for being a goddamn real one. For he stuck with his original team throughout his whole goddamn career. Shout from out. the time when he was Conor just this little skinny, skinny kid before he had like the shaved sides. He used and to shit. be a, a, and he, a, a, he was in the he was in the crowds of. UFC events. Yeah, that's I mean, how he we, got inspired. And he came in. That motherfucker. Yo, shout out to McGregor for not ditching this team. Hopefully, yeah, I'll get proved wrong on this one. So McGregor, you didn't ditch your old team. You came in. You rocked with him and everything. I mean, you followed the Ali blueprint. You did a good job in following that blueprint. It just could be was a fucking monster, and it's just that Dustin Poirier was not losing you to a fucking <laughs> second time. Cause dog, you knocked out <laughs> legends. You knocked you, out. You, went you knocked you, out. Hey, uh, who was it? You, went was, um, you lose something. No, no, real shit. Floyd Mayweather. Like, like, well, then, well, I mean, you have to go into his pre-career to see his losses, but like, okay. but, yeah, yeah. But as a professional fighter, un, 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 he needs to retire immediately. Fuck like, no, fuck no, McGregor. You still got something. You no, got no, something. I mean, you just Mayweather, need. Mayweather. Oh, Mayweather. He needs to stop. Shit. He needs if, to if stop he, spending money. If he gets knocked out by by fucking was Jake Paul or Logan Paul, which one is it? Jake Paul. The, the YouTuber, he's going to be doing a, a no, boxing no. match. His against. crew should be grabbing him. Like, look, yo, his crew should be like, look, dog, look, you carried us this far. All that Let money, us help you, you carried us this far. Look, man, you carried us this far. Well, I appreciate all the money you ever spent on us, all the opportunities you ever gave to us, all the money you spent throughout your career and having us as your entourage, my nigga. But right. don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist. You got to win this fight. And then you're done after this. We are we are never letting you fight. We're canceling again. you. I will tackle your ass <laughs> to the ground, lock you in the goddamn room. You is not doing this shit to fuck up your legacy in your goddamn lifetime. You ain't about to be the undertaker. Losing to a YouTuber. Losing to fucking Brock Lesnar. Losing to a YouTuber. But no. the thing is, I think. Like not to sound like a conspiracy, but I think the whole world like actually wants to see him lose for everybody. One. They, 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 and they, and, they and do. I feel like that's why people bet. Like, hold up. I, I feel like the world actually wants to see Mayweather take a loss, and I feel like just like they did with Ali, dude, and it was fucking terrible. It was a wait, wait. tragedy. Are we talking about Larry Holmes? Like, like when um, I, I think it might have been. It was when he got beat bad, dude. It was and Larry like, Holmes because like his his actual mental issues were starting to come through. Old. He was just. His team he tried was to get him out of it, fuck but up, dude. he was determined. And, and like, people want to see that happen to Mayweather, dude, because he talks shit, makes money, like, like. But he spends too much. He does. He does, man. Like, if you was his crew, you just like you had to. You had to assault Floyd or something like that. Like, yo, you did enough for us, dog. You made a shit ton of money. You took care of a lot of fucking people. Go, go. I mean, box. Go coach. Go coach kids. Go find like kids in a shitty community. Pick a shitty community in the United States, like somewhere. Like, he does what? have multiple businesses and strip clubs. Are you? I mean, shit. Like, I don't know. Go do something. Like, you love boxing. Go teach what you love. Right. You should not be in this goddamn ring fighting this goddamn. I mean, no, no offense to. Paul, no offense to Paul, he's good. I mean, his team. After you're done, I got something to say about that. Okay, you should be. If you my boy, you work all this goddamn hard for you. My thing is make sure you keep on your toes because you doing your shit. You providing enough to where my job is to make sure you on your shit. Right. And therefore, yo, yo, stop. I got, I got to tackle you. Like, nah, man. After this, it's got to be a wrap. Yeah. Take the money. Go into the sunset. Go be a grandfather. Well, no, real shit. And then, like, to your point. What he could do, if he ends his career soon as an undefeated fighter, 
Do you have any idea how much he could charge for boxing lessons, one-on-one -on -one boxing lessons, or teaching classes? It could be some retarded shit like five thousand, ten thousand dollars an hour type shit. But even if he lost, he could still run those conferences. No, 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 no. Like it, not the same as if he was undefeated for his whole career. Like it would be. I don't even know. I think I'm underselling how much he could be charging for these but types of lessons, dude. Just the fact that Jake Paul took his hat and pissed him off. I feel like he already. Oh, that was rigged. That was rigged. I, 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 I got it. I, 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 I don't know, bro. I feel like he already got under. That, 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 that sounds like theater. I thought it was WWE. That was shit, WWE bro. shit all the way. I totally thought that's what it was. That was hella WWE. I think they were doing hype, bro. I think they're doing hype. And honestly, if, if there's no way he's gonna fucking lose to him. Like if I'm being completely honest, he's Look. just too polished of a fighter. He's going to. It's gonna be bad, bro. The only way he loses. Listen, the only way he loses. Is if they bribe him to lose, like well, the the the, the uh, length on uh, on his arms uh, compared to Floyd Mayweather, like he's got height on him and reach, so it's gonna and be weight. and weight. So I it's mean, gonna be do hard. they got agreed upon weight to fight at? So, d d even it can't be a catch weight, man. How many uh, wait? What what ounces of gloves are they using to fight? Fuck that regulation is yes. Weight so already fighting ounces. No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the glove. Well, what I, weight? There's, 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 no, there's no assigned weight, dude, because oh. because he has like a whole foot on Floyd Mayweather in height. Fuck so that there's shit. There's no Hold weight. On. Run that back to who the fuck is Nate Robinson crew? Fire every last one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> fire every last one of them motherfuckers. Fire every last. <laughs> fire every one of them. This is a mismatch. But like, but that's what that's the whole thing is that like that's why people were th saying that's possible because there's such a disparity in size. And so, and so if Floyd May, if Jake Paul doesn't knock Floyd Mayweather out, um, then then Floyd will absolutely win on points. Yeah, he'll a thousand percent win on points. But if he gets hit, but with one of those big meaty corn-fed hands, bro, like it. Dog. <sighs> it's all like if you are a professional boxing, everybody in professional boxing takes their shit seriously. Uh -huh. Now, if this podcast ever gets big enough, or maybe I get I hit a rich in this bet I got going on with the stock market, <laughs> this one bet. And if I ever get she that point, I will pay. I will play Clarissa Shields like eighty grand to box Pedro because Pedro always about a lot, but Clarissa Shields is a fucking technician. Tech, no, no, technical Ooh, fighter. Oh, she's good. Oh, she's good. Technical and, and box a girl. Oh, Clarissa Shields. Yes, yes. I will pay for it. That will be a part of my retirement. You might language. get surprised, my dude. <laughs> you don't know who Clarissa Shields is? Nah. Nigga. I've heard of her, but like, but but technical fighters are dangerous, dude, no. because they understand the science behind body movement, dude. But she's undefeated. I might have to Google it. She's breaking Layla Ali's records. Bro, she's I mean, whooping ass. Like the girl, she's whooped asses. Whoop some girls' asses. Like Jesus motherfucker. Christ! Like damn, bro, I just box at the gym. Oh fuck! Oh shit! No, no, I am a professional fighter. My bad. My bad. My damn, bro. My hands aren't even. My hands aren't even registered. You trying to kill me, bro? Fuck no, my bad, my bad. He'll be looking like a DBZ character. I know, right? You think I'm dancing fucking bachata? Yeah, yeah. She's beating you into a salsa. I know, right? Doing the fucking Harlem shit. I'm doing the fucking Harlem shit. Like, damn, I'm not, I'm not Neo dodging bullets. No, no. So that's what it's like, yo. Train box, damn, bro. Like, I, I, you know, say like, yeah, I put in work to. I mean, I'm not. I'm not acting like I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm Goku. I'm invincible. You know, I'm not gonna hype your ass up. Like, you ever seen like the the Brilliant Idiots podcast? Be hyping up. Fucking who was it? They're, the guy Wax from the Bully and the Beast podcast, Charlemagne's bodyguard. So they've been hyping him up the box. What was it, Logan Paul or Jake Paul? One of the and Paul I, I brothers. Think, I think it's Jake Paul. Like I think he's the one that's boxing. And then it's, they're trying to hype him up to fight him. But Wax hasn't trained in a while. Jake is this motherfucker is training every day. Like Bro. I know what it's like to train every day. <laughs> yeah. I know what it's like to be out of sync and training Nate every Robinson day. Nate Robinson got turned into a meme, bro. No. The, the, like the, uh, your feet like laying both in the same direction while oh. you're face down, bro. I, God. I, I went on Twitter and saw those memes and I was fucking. Dying. Everybody's so, fired, bro. He's like he's like a modern day fucking Viking, bro. Everybody's fired. Yeah. Everybody's fucking fired for that Nate Robinson Dude, shit. Dude, like, like he was the one talking fired. big shit, but he sees Jake Paul in the fucking gym training every single day to Bitch. knock niggas out. Who bro? the fuck wasn't training Nate? 
that's that's my thing. Like nobody came bro, up to they, Nate Robinson and said, "Hey, bro, do you not, want a personal trainer? Should we get somebody with your YouTube yo, money to train you? Yo, Can we get Mike that Tyson?" Was a Can bro, we, no, bro, I got, I got, I got. I, whoever said now, bro, whoever. Wait, wait, I I give you that they, one. They they said, "I'm sorry, bro. I feel bad for Nate Robinson. He got set up, bro." He was, no, a, he was like a he set himself up. He was bro. like he a did. no 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 bro. He was a sacrificial lamb. Just he to, set himself up. He set that. himself up. Bro. Right, look, I know he ruined his own career because how the fuck are you gonna get into a ring with somebody who you just saw knock out somebody in a professional boxing match and then not train and then fight this nigga? He didn't, wait, Nate didn't train, dude. No, like, he wasn't training like Jake. Like, that nigga like, didn't train. Did you see the fight? That nigga got pieced up. Bro, he was... He, he, he like, didn't like bro. He didn't stand Yo, at you. Right. He was dancing bachata, bro. He didn't yes, stand Yes, yes. He got bro. built... He got beat into a salsa, nigga. He like... He was doing that motherfucking... He was doing the Macarena, bro. He was doing the Macarena. One point, two, point, three, point, four. All right, all right, all right. Let's roll it in. Let's roll it in. No, no, you're good. So I got... No, I'm just saying, let's reel it in. We got, let's bring this back to... All right. All right, all right. moment. We, so I got time for the... Apologize. Like, um, we apologize. We're a little bit I'm faded. not afraid of you, might be. <laughs> I'm faded. I'm faded. So, with the Nate Robinson right. team, like, training, yeah, like, yo, great. dog. Let me tell you how I took training when I started, like, training. I was up at UFC Longtree, and I was yeah. just training for there, and yeah, I was just, like, wanting to train, and eventually, like, maybe I just proved myself get a fight. Whatever right. the fuck. Anyway, situations happen. I moved to Brighton, and I couldn't keep coming back to you Long Tree from yeah, yes. Brighton. Nigga, that's the longest fuck. I'm not that dedicated. There were there were no local gyms or anything like that? I mean, that? it was, but I was just working the long hours, and I got lazy. But anyway, uh, so the no. point is, yesterday, so my old strength and conditioning coach from UFC Long Tree. Uh -huh. So if anybody looking for him, his name is Steven Jurink. Like, J-U-R-I-N-C-H. Steven Don't tell Jurink. my reference, because I don't want to get a call and say, hey, Shout buddy, out. you going to train again? It's like, fuck. Yes, and then I'm gonna die because Steve's gonna murder you. <laughs> so, no, you might need it. He's my old strength and conditioning coach, right? Wow. For my when I prepare for jujitsu tournaments, yo, yo, he fucked me up a lot. I was driving about six days ago, six mm. or five days ago. I pull up into this Conoco or the gas station right there on Montbello, right? And I look and I see this big ass buff, short, bald, white guy. <laughs> and I seen this car and I looked at him and my brain goes, yo, that's that's coach. I was like, right. Get your ass in the store. I got in the store, I bought my Red Bull, bought my fucking stick of jerky. I ran into the goddamn car and I drove the fuck off. Cause I was thinking about going to say what's up to him. But that training I remember going through was so fucking hard and terrifying mm -hmm. that when I was in tournaments, I never got tired. I got beat on like technique and the other guys had coaches. I was in there with no coach. And, but otherwise that I was like, Fine. It was like rustling around, rumbling around. For like your minutes. stamina was crazy. Yeah, my stamina I, was fucking insane. That's how scary my strength and conditioning coach is. And no, I, I believe that it. That, I, I, I love strength and conditioning. Yes. Like that was my favorite class. Oh, well, mm. my favorite gym class in high school because that shit will send you through the fucking roof. Regular weightlifting is fine, but strength and conditioning, like that's actually how I go at the gym, dude. I actually train in the strength and conditioning way because, like, I want applicable muscle, not just uh, looking buff and cut type of shit. I want applicable. muscle muscle, applicable flexibility, affl applicable uh, stamina, things where like I know I can just move on a dime anytime I need it. Yeah. But like that shit turns you into a fucking machine. I, and I agree. No, I agree. You're saying like when I was out on the East Coast, I went to um, uh, Boston Greatest Fitness based out of Revere. I remember you Revere. Were I, see, I seen the pictures. Boston Greatest, yeah. He you came out of Revere. You saw this. You saw out of Revere. Out of Revere, kid. Out of Revere. Out of Revere, kid. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I see. I sent you the snaps. You remember, you used to watch. I was taking, you know what I'm saying? And it was, you know saying? Strength, conditioning, and mixed with a little bit of weightlifting. The most grueling training, you know what I'm saying? The most grueling training. Absolutely. The most, it was the most grueling, painful training, but it got me in the best shape of my life. Mm hmm And then COVID hit. Bro. And then COVID hit, and, I, and then I just... You know you know what I did, bro? Like, like, dude, right before COVID hit, I was actually a fat motherfucker, bro. Because, like, I was still on the back end of recovering from a fucking injury where I couldn't work out for over a year. Uh, so, like, I, I, I literally, I was 25 pounds heavier than I am now. COVID started, I bought some resistance bands, started doing, like, calisthenics at my fucking pull-up bar. Oh, I was trying to pull up on that, but I, was, I didn't want to break your frame. No, no, you're good. How much do you weigh? I think about 162. We're the same weight. My nigga, what's yeah. up? Yeah, what's yeah. in the building? Y'all both one sixty two. 
Yeah. Uh, I actually I float. No, between, you I, weigh. You got to be way heavier than that, bro. No, no, I float. No, I float between one sixty and one sixty three. Like, but yeah, you like. I so, feel fat as but I had to earn in the, the morning sixty club, nigga. Uh, in the mornings, I'm normally one fifty nine. But then I eat and water and shit. Damn, I'm like well above two hundred. I'm like, damn, I want to get back down. I wish hey. I was in two hundred, nigga. Uh, for shit. If, I, if I was one eighty five, yeah. no, if I was one eighty five, you want to switch? Right, no, no, so no. We no. switch I, training programs. Let, let, me, switch, let me give you one. Switch oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me give you one wait, tip, though. Yo, just, you know who should be, you know, you should look at? Huh? Blair. Oh. All right, so, I remember Blair. So me, how me and Pedro met? We met in uh, the Marine Corps. We were in the same unit. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how I met. Pedro looked at me, and he looked at me. He was like, "Nigga." And I looked at him. And I was like, "Nigga, nigga." <laughs> no, you know what? I thought, no, 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 I thought no, no, that he no, no, looked no, no, at you no, like, no, no, you know what? The hard no, 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 ER. No, 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 no. You know, I, I, no, no, tell I story, remember. Tell the story. No, no. I remember specifically. You know how it was because it was the it was a barber shop. I first seen no no the, I I no I remember specifically I remember meeting him at the the thing is we were in the same unit but I was I saw him at the they're shut down now you know where the Burger King is you know where Challengers Which, and the Burger King is uh, the, wait there's a Burger King next to Challengers I, I didn't know hey, that no no okay. <laughs> I'm I, I'm sorry off of what was it was it Peoria and I live where I used to, where Matt used to live at. Oh, Peoria and Mississippi. Peoria, okay, Peoria, Mississippi. Me, I stepped into that barbershop? No, no, there was a bar, there used to be a barbershop right down the street from there. Okay. And that, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's the thing is, that's where I, I actually, you actually walked, I was sitting in the seat, and you walked in there, I was just like, I just kind of like, alright. And then I remember seeing you at Buckley, and then that's when we were like, nigga. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> that's how so it all started. Day, that's dog. how it all I started. All right. And I, I remember I was just like, wait a minute, you go to that? I was like, don't you go to that barber shop? And you was like, yeah, but like, ah, yeah, cool. That's where I remember seeing you. All right, all right. That's how I remember it. So it started off this way right now. Since we get started, drunk. start on no, the no, segment. No, 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 no. You're good, you're good. How I remember meeting Pedro, I swear to God, I mean, the barbershop was just one part of it. It was just like seeing him in the unit. It was just, I was just walking around, running around, doing a bunch of shit, and I ran into fucking Pedro. And it was just like, it was, you just take so, one look, you could be like, I was like, I know your type. Like, I know that guy. I know your type. It's just like, I looked at you like, wait a minute. Ding, 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 ding. Yep, what's up? <laughs> it's like when black people are like, we're around our friends. Like, no, like, we'd be like our friends, our closest friends from our childhood, we'd be like, It'd be like you grew up around like your closest friends are Indonesian and Laotian. This as an example. And all of a sudden, you know, you're walking around, you black and shit, you sitting there shooting around with your friends. These childhood friends know you like the back of your hand. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, you see another nigga, then you see you, you look at him, and it's like American, like American nigga. You just look at American nigga, and then nigga look at you, be like, Yo, you seen the show last night? Man, that shit was wild. Yo, I know that shit yeah. was wild. Just and it, wait, you walk away, you walk away, and your friends that you know since your whole childhood look at you and they go, Do you know him? Like, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's just like that. Like, have you ever seen that skit off of Key and Peel? Which one? When it's the one it's like when two black people at the workplace meet each other for the first time, the telekinesis. Like, the or telekinesis. No, 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 no. The fucking uh, uh, they can read each other's thoughts. Yeah. yeah. As soon as they see the, the singing, they lock eyes. It's like, dun 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 dun, <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> it's really like that. It's just like, hey, bro, you didn't know that all black people could talk to each other in their minds? Yes, yeah, bro. <laughs> I, you know what, bro? I, when I first saw that skit, I was just like, nah, that's all cap. And then I was just like, no, it's real shit. No, bro. that's no cap. That's just fact. Shit. It's really like I, that, It's low-key X-Men superpower that nobody fucking talks about. Yeah. That, like, like, because I've literally had conversations with people, like, like in, in, and it's not, like, I don't even think it's just black people, like, but, like, because, like, I did, uh, I've done it with, like, Hispanic people as well. And, like, um, there would be, like, a, no, no offense, like, one of my white friends and things like that, and we'd be having a conversation just, like, talking like through our eyes and all that stuff and he doesn't see a goddamn thing <laughs> like, like he didn't even know like that we're just like this nigga doesn't understand social cues like like that's that's, that's how we're talking out of here dog although like i don't mean to bring you back or whatever but like i was gonna give you a tip uh -huh. um what i'm doing right now is uh i'm shooting to drink uh 1.5 gallons of water a day um oh, because my, my my brother well you should be doing two gallons because of your size um, and what it'll do is within, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to help you out. Uh, like, my little brother told me about this because, like, um, I work with a personal trainer and all that shit at my gym. And uh, and then also my brother's, like, doing bodybuilding. Like, that's why I pulled up this picture. Well, let me see. That's my little brother. Shit, that's okay. how I started, like, lifting and training. Yeah, he, my brother did bodybuilding. He was in that. Yeah, that's my what? little brother right there. 
That's your little brother? That's my little brother. Your big little brother? Big little brother. Shit, I said what my big little brother's ass. Like, 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 like you, you see that motherfucker in person and he takes up space. He's imposing as a motherfucker. Wait, wait. So all of us are big brothers? Yeah. Yeah. I have a little brother. Yo, you ever like, so start off like you yeah. rustling? You start off rustling and fighting with your little brother even in modern times right now? Like, I'll beat my brother because I cheat. I cheat my ass off. <laughs> I don't give a shit. No, my, my little brother weighs so much more to me. Like, yo, I remember we was wrestling in the basement. My, me. I got five minutes left. All right, we got five minutes. I'll make story short so you can tell your story. Tell your story. Yeah. So, wrestling in the basement. There's my, my my doctor brother, my best friend, George, on the other side of the basement in the room. And then I'm wrestling around with my little brother, Short. And then I'm starting to lose battles. So what I do is, I'm like, I'm losing, I'm losing. Pokemon eyes? <laughs> no, I'm not in Pokemon eyes. I decided to make this shit really awkward. Because I grew you know, Marine Corps, a bunch of frat boys and shit. So I was like, all right, lift up a shirt. Slap the ass. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, ah, look the oh nipple. Oh, my God. God. Lick his nipple? Yeah, it freaking oh. <laughs> and, I and I took top control and what? I won that match. God damn Hey, I'll change Dude, you play, that's not dirty. That's evil. What the <laughs> fuck are you like, talking about? Fuck you. He's in chemical my... warfare in this hey, bitch. Look, I'm the Mustard gas. I'm the eldest biological brother out of all my siblings, including my adopted siblings. Drop the EMP on them. And including my, like, yeah, I am, I'm sorry, I'm winning. Power, power I'm winning. I'm winning. I'm winning. Bro, I'm I... sorry. I love my brothers and all, but... I'm eldest brother, even amongst my adopted siblings. I'm winning. Fuck all y'all. I, I I haven't fought my little brother in years, man. But honestly, dead ass. You better cheat. No, no, like I don't have to cheat. Like, like it's because like he, he, he he's a boxer. He's always had hands. Uh, but I've always had legs. You know what I'm saying? Russell. And like, no, like like I don't even have to wrestle, dude. I can just disable your. You can't punch if you don't have legs. You know what I'm saying? Like, ass kick. Yeah, like, like I'm sure, like, like Julian told you what I did to him. I, like, I told him not you, to fight me. Wait, like, you need a. I'm saying you. I'm just saying, bro. Wait, like, what you do to Julian? You Dude, gotta, like, you gotta have a strong foundation. Hold on, what do you do to Julian? <sighs> bro, bro. That story. Uh, he, like, we, we, like he'd be coming over here to chill and like drink, and then we'd be doing some live stream and stuff. And then at sir, every single Thursday, like there would come a time where it's just like, all right, nigga, let's let's spar, let's box. And then I'm just like, bro, I don't want to do this. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I for real just don't. Like, like one thing in martial arts, like because you've done jujitsu, the one of the first lessons you learn is that you're being taught all these things and you want to never have to use it, right? Yeah. But he winds up pushing me past a certain point. And the, let's you put it this all way: all Leonidas on his ass. This, like, like this turtle. It's like, no, 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 like, like also real shit. Like, um, I don't want to pump myself up. How about you just, you just ask him about what happened? Right. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Because like. I don't want. I don't we'll want to like. Later if we ever get him on the podcast. I don't, yeah, like I don't. Yeah, he'll he'll probably be here. He ain't gonna um, tell the truth. I know that. No, no, he no, he will because what? he he will tell the truth. He tells people all the time. You I'm told just like, me. Bro. You told me. Yeah, yeah, like, and that's why I'm just like, bro, like, like. Like, like well, let's put it this way, dude. Like, like, um, even back, uh, back in the day when we used to spar at the Axis Apartments, mm -hmm. I, I was already a de like, I was already a pretty decent fighter. Very, like, I'm a technical fighter as well. Like, like, I'm, I'm all about like, you know, like, uh, 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 like defense, offense, defense, offense, and then like looking at body, uh, like, uh, shoulders and hips to know what you're gonna do next, and then like preparing counters and things like that. But I remember now that days. I'm now that I'm bigger, <laughs> we, used to tear, we used to tear each other up. We right. Bro, we tore that, bro. Dude, like, we used I, to fuck each other up, bro. But, like, uh, but now that I'm a much older and stronger individual, like, like those skills, like, come in fucking handy. And he was not... See, he was surprised the first time I beat his ass. <laughs> like, and then... He's like, is this the same turtle? And then 15, 20 times later, he was just like, okay, can you teach me shit? So I started teaching him how to, uh, teaching him uh, what I learned. See, my background is in Chinese Kenpo, Taekwondo, uh, kickboxing, uh, Judo. Right? Mm. That's my background. I, I, got, I got several boxing, years in Boxing, karate, wrestling, jiu-jitsu. I actually got uh, my... I don't know. Me, it's just... Boxing, hood nigga tendencies. Boxing, hood nigga tendencies, and you know, saying what they taught us in the military, but it's a mixture yeah, of all like, three. Like just, just so you know, I'm not bullshitting. I didn't get my black belt, but I did get my brown. All right, you know I see what I'm saying. It. All um, right, turtle so, shoulders, brown belt. Yeah, yeah, like, like so. I, run up on turtle if you want. No, no, real shit. And like, I mean, that, not if you want. I test mean, test this gangster. I mean, don't do it. <laughs> no, test don't. This, <laughs> test this gangster. I'll see you. Fuck you. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> 
No, no, like uh, on some real shit. Like uh, just, just so you know, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not full of shit. Nah, um, totally. I can see you're not full of shit. Just... No, no. Um, and like, you know what? How about um, uh, you know? Yeah, I'm not no, talk... I'm not. Look, if we compete, we, we gotta go to the gym. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. And then, um, what what gym what gym do you go to? Oh shit! I'm thinking about going back to UFC Lone Tree because my job is up like further up in Wadsworth. So on my way back, I'm thinking about I'm just gonna have to go back there to UFC Lone Tree again and then see Steve. And I gotta go die. Can I can I get a trial day or hell something? Hell yeah, you get a trial day. I would love to show people Steve, my strength and conditioning coach. And it was a shit. That Bro. motherfucker murdered the fuck Dude, out of I, me. I, I feel but like when, when I show up, like like I'm gonna be woefully unprepared. And then oh, you like man. step in the ring, little nigga. Bro, I, Yo, I just I, walked in the door. No, nah, this <laughs> like, how it like a little lamb. I brought this like how a little wounded lamb around a bunch of wolves. This, this is like when you walk in the door, somebody just steals your ass. Like <laughs> like, <laughs> like this how it went. It went to a one point like I'm exhausted, right? He was like 45. I'm like, I'm struggling. He was like, mm. oh, damn, right, bro. 45 again. I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> and then, like, I, I still lifted it because, you know, Steve was uh, right there. Like, I was, I uh, lifted it. I pushed through with effort. Uh, but Steve was like, bitch, you got more than yeah. tank. Don't you fucking, you ain't robbing me of this goddamn shit. Mm. You ain't stealing from me. I know you got more in the tank. Hold on, let me put more weight on that shit. Nah, you, you got more in the tank. I'm like, fuck. Yo, dog, mm. it was, yo. Tortured. Yo, it, it, it didn't stop me from drinking before training ice, though. <laughs> Bro, that's why you were hurting. God I'm damn. I'm a glutton for fucking punishment because I was still doing it. But anyway, so shout out to Steven Jurek right now. This is the recap of the episode. Of, I mean, this is the re-evolution of Homeboy Etiquette Podcast. And then, yo, hopefully y'all... S- it's, nah, it's going to be a sticking around. We're going to be doing this for a We're going to be doing this for a fucking while. So anyway, I'm the main man. I have to, I have to you know, co-host 5280 q Yo, this is uh, Kemet the Raw from uh, KMT Productions. Thanks everybody for coming through. What's up, I'm Pedro? I'll let you know when I come up with a nickname. Hey, you don't no, 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 he already got a nickname. You, you decided on that shit a couple weeks ago. Oh, this, this is Damien. This is Drove. That's right. Oh yeah, Damien. No, 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 no. Oh no, 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 no. No, we gotta go to the no, classic. No, no, no. We gotta we go gotta to the classic. Drop. 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 Remember, I like Damien though. That Damien? was okay. Likes, we Damien. got Damien in this bitch film. Damien, yo, Damien it's in Damien, Damien in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm glad I like Drove, but he like I, yo. I, I like I like. I remember Drove, man. Drove was a. Dro- I remember Drove, right, bro. Like, that's I like Drove. But bro, that's a high school like. Oh, okay. no, hey, no, 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 no. So this, this is the new. No, it's just a notebook. It's a notebook. It's a notebook. It ain't a goddamn ghost because you got a cup there. It's empty. I hope okay. it was a ghost. <laughs> I believe you. It's empty. <laughs> but anyway, yo, this is the Homeboy Etiquette Podcast. Thank you for listening right now. It's a reboot. We're going to get back to you next week on a weekly basis. And, yo, much love to all y'all. So, you know, find out. Uh, yeah, Homeboy Etiquette. Peace. All right. Peace. Peace.